Hey guys, good morning. This is Jessica Nijalik, host and producer of the Many Faces Able podcast, a bi-weekly show that discusses all taboo topics and is an extension of the Abler blog and of all of its social media presence. We have a lot to cover today, so let's jump right into it. It's our newest uh, theme or topic show for this month of May. It's May 10th, 2021, and the theme is ableism. So let's jump right into it. What is, first of all, able privilege? And that is by definition, how society shows more favor for those without disabilities than those with um, with disabilities, society's structure. What is the definition of ableism? Discrimination against people with disabilities, quite simply. Stella Young, a comedian and activist, termed the uh, um, came up with the term or coined the term inspiration porn. What does that mean? Inspiration porn means able people view and use people with disabilities solely as objects of their own inspiration. The term inspiration porn was coined by Stella Young, an Australian comedian, journalist, and disabilities rights advocate, activist, I should say. She passed away on December 6, 2014. And I have a link to where you can find her information, you know, how this came all about, including a YouTube video of a TED talk that she did. And I will share all this information within the blog post once I post that up as well with this episode, guys. All right, so this topic is going to solely be based off of my opinion. Um, personally, um, what I think about ableism. I don't necessarily think people intentionally mean to great to use it as a negative thing when they use disability or inspirational porn, I should say. I think it's because of lack of education, probably because they don't understand even the most well-known conditions out there, such as mine, like cerebral palsy. People don't understand that, you know, we are able to do things like the average person without disability, and even if we look normal, there might even be a hidden disability or an invisible disability no, nobody could see. So I think that has to be, there has to be more education, like I always say. And I don't think it necessarily has to do with the word itself and changing the Webster Dictionary when it comes to all these terms. Um, I think it has to do about how we view it how it's being taught and the tone of the conversation we're having, whether it's amongst children, adults, the workplace, our neighborhood, neighboring cities, the media, social media. It has to have a different type of tone where we can all sit down, we can all listen to one another without division, without saying this portion of this group of people lives and their habits, you know, their 
Survival is more important than the other. I know I'm getting a little political, but I think you see the point. Um, and honestly, between you and me, guys, I would rather be guilty of spreading inspirational porn than hate against our diverse community. Um, if you even get the attention long enough, that is, that's less more than maybe a soundbite on the news. For instance, the topic of are the way they treat marriage amongst the disabled community. It's literally considered a punishment. There is a law called the Marriage Equality Law, and it has to deal with people with a variety of disabilities. It doesn't even have to be, it doesn't even have to pertain to there's no difference whether or not your partner has a disability or not, it still affects you. Um, we lose all our benefits. The benefits we get, we they get diminished or cut drastically or taken away completely. And we're, we're automatically supposed to live off our partner's benefits. So that means if the partner gets laid off, we lose our medical insurance. And depending on the type of medical insurance, it may not cover all of our medical needs. Because we are deemed as a spouse in the eyes, like the typical person would. They're deemed as, I forget the term, essentially our caretaker, rather than our partner. So, I could basically have a ceremony that looks like a wedding, even go around the court, change my last name to my partner's name. We can do all that except get a marriage license. Because whatever state funds we get, it'll be diminished and I will have to rely on my partner's funds. Um, that's basically how it would go. Okay, another point I would like to make about this inspirational porn. And I know this is probably going to leave a sour taste in people's mouths for the most part. And again, this is based on my opinion solely. People seem to be more concerned about the representation in Hollywood of a disabled person rather than the representation in the everyday life. Let me explain that. We've all seen the movies like Gilbert Grape. We've seen Christopher Reeves movie when he was in that horrible but accident with his horse. Now that's why I wonder he went on to do movies, be in movies, direct movies about spinal um, issues where the, the main character was playing someone with a spinal issue, spinal cord, I'm sorry, spinal cord injury, I don't know why I keep saying issue. Um, we've all seen movies like, the recent one I saw was with Kevin Hart and um, what was his name from, from Breaking Bad, oh my god, what was his name? I can't think of his name. But Nicole Kidman was in it, 
and he played a person in a wheelchair, the Breaking Bad character played a person in a wheelchair, and Kevin Hart played his, um, I want to say, an official care assistant, um, and it was a fantastic movie. We've all seen movies where, you know, it's depicted in from books and things like that, where we have characters that have some sort of disability. Whether, like just for recently, I watched an Audrey Hepburn movie called In the Darkness. It was phenomenal. Audrey Hepburn played a blind woman who became blind from an accident. Nowadays, people are pissed, especially people in my community, because they're like, why are people that don't have a disability depicting our lives in a sense? Shouldn't we be doing that? Which I can get to a degree, but I think this was all made to be something so that we can divert from the real conversation, and that is Disabled people aren't getting their recognition and assistance and resources from everyday life. Meaning they're not getting uh, assistance for job placements or continuing education or transportation or improving their independence in some way so that they can live on their own at some point if they don't already. Um, They're not getting medicalness uh, assistance because they're either deemed not independent enough or it just doesn't cover it or something else we've all heard down the road at one point. I think we have to worry about less what's being depicted in Hollywood because a good portion of us aren't will not choose to be in front of the camera and worry about what, what's going to happen to the rest of us? You know, if they're worried about their representation in front of the camera because they live in Hollywood, well, why aren't you recognizing the people that don't want to be in front of the camera or amongst the people on the hills and still want to have representation? Be represented in their field of education or employment or community service or in one of our military branches even. If we want to be represented in the entrepreneurial spirit, business-wise, if we want to be represented in nonprofit areas, if we want to be represented in the national campaigns for like, say, I don't know, more like the makeup industry is picking up on it, like Mac and Clinique and, you know, clothing designers like Tommy Hilfiger and Zappo and things like that. They're picking up on it now. But what if we want to be recognized more on Amazon or in computer in the digital arena, like be a digital artist for Disney World? or do voiceover work for 
animation. We're not getting the representation we need. We're also not getting the resources we need. And honestly, with COVID, because people were out of work for six months to a year last year, it's easier to say, well, now we're backed up, we can't help you. And essentially, how many how many cases do you think all these resources and state agencies had to close for clients? Or suspend just at the beginning stages because of what happened with COVID. And they were slow prior, before COVID even happened. And they were, so what we need here is to make fundamental changes in our conversation and tone. People are saying now, well, but you shouldn't call my child and tell him he's in special ed classes. Well, why? Why can't, why, why are you so against saying my child in special ed classes because he needs a little help? No, well, it's demeaning. Well, what do you want to call it? Because they used to call it the germanial classes. Back in the day, I thought at one point. Um, people tell people, with this one, it's, oh, you're such an inspiration, way to go. Like I said, I would rather have people spread positive things and be willing to, and open to listen and learn and invite us to a table where we can make improvements rather than be offended and say, let's change the stance on this and put nothing. When we get off the surface of things and get into the middle of things and into the meat of the problem, nobody does anything. And because nobody does anything and people find out it's the term that bothers them the most, the tone they take, you have cyberbullying coming in now. I mean, I don't understand how we can get so fixated on a term, but we can leave the action behind that term untouched, unchanged. We shrug our shoulders, we dismiss it. And honestly, people, between you and me, I personally think we're more dismissive than the people we come in contact about this. We say, oh, well, what are we gonna do? And all we do is get pissed and then move on, it's another new day. Or we bring enough attention to it to make it look like a fad, but then it fades away. If it's something that truly matters to you, it has to have consistent action. Verbs mean movement. Verbs mean action. And that's another reason why I take the platform for the Abler so seriously. And I continuously strive to make conscious effort to grow it bring education and awareness to the diverse audiences and other people that maybe didn't realize that they need to know this, they need to be in the know more. I'm in no way professional of any kind, I've told you that guys before. 
not certified in anything. I don't have my degree in anything. But seriously. Would you rather be accused of being using inspirational porn and making an effort to know someone or and learn about their challenges, whether it's visible to you or not? Or would you rather be accused of discrimination and not giving them a chance based on that change once you find out? Because honestly, I would rather be chosen to be accused dis- Use, you know, accused of using inspirational porn along with giving the person a shot, a decent, respectable shot. And especially if I know the person making the effort to grow themselves in that field or make themselves better in some way. And not penalize them if things don't work out. We're so used to the fear tactic, especially within the last year. It has been scary. It has been life-changing for a lot of people. A lot of people have lost a lot of things. And a lot of people have, you know, gone stir-crazy and lost relationships and jobs and their stability because they just didn't know what to do. Versus the disability community where if you're limited to your resources and you don't get out and that same community still didn't understand then what did you learn from this entire experience see my issue isn't with the terms or what they stand for or symbols like for instance the national symbol for the handicap sign, that got changed. Why? That money and those resources could have used to go to things that we need. Housing, assistance to help us living, medical, uh, education, uh, classes, you know, food, transportation, assistance instead of getting it cut. Now, how many things do you think will get cut in this com- this coming year alone as we wrap up 2021, it's already May. By the time October comes, how many times are you gonna hear, well, because of Corona or because of the virus, this had to be cut. Or because of this, this is why we're backed up and you haven't heard from us in like 8 to 10 weeks. I'm trying to say is, what's going to be the excuse next for the lack of action that we get? First it was terminology and how it came. Don't call call me this, say this instead. It's degrading. Well, it's degrading because of the term. It's not degrading because, um, excuse me, of the tone. It's not degrading because of the word. It's degrading because of how you're using it. If you use it in a negative way, it's gonna sound negative. 
and we're teaching society to use it negatively. And society has already has enough problems accepting someone with a disability in general, and if that doesn't happen, they're surprised that the person has something. Because what if it's not visible? You know, I've heard plenty of cases where a person would go on a job interview and they would disclose their disability to the interviewer. And at the end of the interview, or at one point in the interview, the interviewer would say, well, hey, I didn't know that. You don't look like somebody that has that. Or you didn't sound like you had that. There's not a sound or a look to a specific thing. There's only a diagnosis to it. There's only some sort of information out there that isn't that says this is what it is. It's up to us to want to further educate ourselves and learn from that person what it is that they have. And I coined it off on a saying myself called chosen ignorance. And what that means is if you make the choice to be ignorant even after I told you what my disability is, the choice not to learn from it and grow, then that's your choice. I don't have a choice to live the way that I do with this disability of cerebral palsy. But you have the choice to either want to learn from it and learn from me and be respectful of it or you can still be rude, ignorant, and judgmental about it. It's up to you. Anyway guys, that is my tale and like I said before, this is just my personal opinion on the topic of ableism. If you guys would like to share your thoughts and opinions on this topic and show, please don't hesitate to reach out. Um, before we wrap up, I want to give you guys some major updates concerning the abler because I missed uh, the last couple of shows because I was ill. That's why this show didn't record on a scheduled time a few weeks ago. First and foremost, the Many Faces of the Able design is on hiatus until the 4th of July uh, holiday. I'm redesigning it. I'm looking, I'm going to um, re, un, re, showcase it, I should say, on a new platform. So I'm working on the redesign right now. So please be patient there. Also, if you went on the blog itself today or recently at HTTPS forward slash seetheable.blogspot.com, you will see that we don't have a brand new topic for the month of May. Because I have a brand new book review that came out earlier this month called, um, Wedding planning for Spoonies, tips and tricks. That is up there now. Um, that you can check out on the blog itself at https forward slash seetheable.boxpot.com. I kept our current topic on dwarfism up so that each that topic and our newest book review on wedding planning for Spoonies could each get their own equal amount of time up on the blog for people to check out. So the new topic for June will be the topic of muscle dis- muscular, excuse me, dystrophy. I will work on the promotions for that 
the next week, I believe, because I'm done with the notes and everything's all set to go. So that'll be coming up in, on June 1st. This podcast episode and the notes will be shared um, directly on the blog itself today. HTTPS forward slash And the podcast um, episode will be shared directly on our YouTube channel today as well. And the podcast episode for Anchor FM will be shared on Saturday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. And you can also check us out on Apple and Spotify and anywhere else you listen to your major um, listening entertainment. Um, Just give us a search, The Many Faces of the Able. Check out the little yellow and blue icon. Let us know uh, what you would like to see, if you would like to co-host a show with me, whether or not that co-hosting show is going to be a theme or a standalone episode, we're looking for co-hosts. Just know that we don't take straightforward political or religious topics, so there is that. Um, all of our information and how you can get involved with the APA, including our paid services, is available by email. Just send us an email or send us a Facebook message on our Facebook Messenger within the blog itself at https forward slash seetheable.blogspot.com. And as well, um, our new, our paid services will no longer have a PDF file. What that means is I'm going to put them directly in the new layout for the magazine so that I didn't have to update the PDF file. Everything will be in the new magazine, um, including the new editions to come. As we grow the apron, um, I'm working on something very big and substantial. So I want to connect our t-shirt line to it. That's why I pushed back the date, the release date for our t-shirt line because I want to connect the big thing I have in the works research-wise right now with it. So please remain patient as, and as always, I will update you guys as we continue to grow. So if anyone has any questions, you can reach out to me here on Anchor FM or on social media or on every platform except for Snapchat. Just look for the Abler and our little yellow and blue icon. Um, we have a public Facebook group, many faces of the Able uh, Facebook group. But in order for you to join, if you're not already a member, I ask and urge everyone, and this is just to be on the safe side with my current members that are in the public group, to please answer the prompt questions in full before you request to join the group. If you do not, and unless I know you from a previous relationship or worked with you before, you will not be invited into the group. You have to answer the prompt questions before you're invited in. We're also on Twitter at capital J, number four, the Abler blog, number one, that is us. Little uh, yellow and blue icon, this is the Abler. We're on Instagram at the Abler blog. We're on Pinterest. Just look for the Abler blog and the official Abler blog board. Search us on Pinterest. You can send us a message on there. Um, We're open to sponsorship. We're open to to things like that for the help us grow for the blog itself so check us out there 
Also, on a side note, guys, if you did not know, I've recently published the first book of my four book poetry series, and about three and a half weeks ago, I published the paperback version. So, Why Can't I Love You? A Love Story and Poems, book one. Both versions, the ebook version and the paperback version, are now available on Amazon. So, just look for my name uh, under that pen name. It's J. Jessica Najalik. Um, excuse me. Jessica B. Najalik. And the first book is called Why Can't I Love You? Love Stories and Poems, Book One. Um, you do not need a Kindle to download the ebook version. It has a free app that you can download to any device. And then once that app is downloaded, the Kindle app, you can purchase the book. The ebook is for $2.99 and the paperback is $6. So if you purchase it and you would like to tell me what your favorite poem is, please don't hesitate to reach out. Uh, also, if you can, leave a review. I'm working on book two as we speak. It is going to my editor. And I'll see you guys in a couple weeks with a brand new episode. Thank you guys so much. God bless and have a great week. Bye-bye. just want to let you guys know that aside from this podcast episode and our newest YouTube video um, that will be scheduled to go up directly after I record this episode um, today, we also will have new line content, live content on this topic for our Instagram video for Friday and of course our Facebook live recordings uh, quote-unquote live recordings for Tuesday tomorrow. So check all that out the rest of the week. Thank you guys so much. Bye-bye.